Pause I Am Radio with your host, Robert Brining, sharing stories from across the United States and around the world. To join the conversation, call 929-477-3572. That's 929-477-3572. Each week, we'll bring you our exclusive HIV scoop with Josh Robbins and your positive message from Rise Up to HIV and Kevin Maloney. Your weekly dose of hope. Pause I Am Radio. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to Pause I Am Radio. This is Robert Brining, your host. Of course, I'm joined by the fabulous Brady Del Morris. Hello, Brady. Hey, Robert. How are you? How are you? How you been? I know last week you took off. You were at a, a... the Ryan White Conference. So before we talk about that, uh, how's everything going? Where are you calling from today? Where are you at today? In Tennessee or Arkansas? <laughs> right. It's, it's, right. It's, it's, I'm kind of like, where's Waldo? Um, no, I'm <laughs> in Pocahontas today with my family. Um, everyone's um, started. I have an aunt and uncle from Nacogdoches, Texas that came up, came in last night. I have family coming in from Memphis and then all over northeastern Arkansas on Christmas Day. So uh, nice. I'm excited. Nice. I'm I'm starting to get the I'm starting to get the Christmas bug. I'm getting the, the the festive spirit is starting to sink in finally. <laughs> right. For everybody listening, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, if that's what you celebrate. Um, but uh, one of the things, uh, you know, the Christmas bug is starting to get to me as we're getting a little bit closer to it. I always seem to get more excited. But you seem your family is uh, really big. You all get together. Like it seems like you have a really big family at, at Christmas time come together. Do you cook or we do? Cook? Um, yes, um, on Christmas Day we have my mom cooks enough. Um, it's even bigger than Thanksgiving, but we have enough food for a small army. And with all of my cousins, and I have aunts and uncles from all over that come in, and it's just a day of laughing and sharing memories and making new memories and getting to see the kids that have gotten bigger over the past year and. I'm excited, especially since, you know, this year I've been so busy traveling and everything and everything going on with my Mm -hmm. dad. I I didn't get to decorate at my house this year. So I've kind of just been waiting for the the Christmas bug to really bite. And and yesterday or last night when my Aunt Carolyn Nickel Dennis came in, it, it started to feel like Christmas again. So I'm excited. Yeah, no, that's awesome. You know, that's what Christmas for me is all about, family. You know, the presents are nice and all that other stuff, but just coming together and, and sharing memories and creating new ones uh, is kind of what it's all about for me. And, you know, I remember when I was younger growing up, we would go to my grandmother's house and it would be this huge Christmas extravaganza, you know, presents everywhere, food everywhere, people everywhere, cousins from everywhere coming in. And as slowly over the years as I've lost family members, we've kind of dwindled. Um, and kind of now we, con- we kind of go to my sister's house. And it's just my immediate family now that kind of gets together. And we exchange presents there. So now the tradition kind of moves to my sister, uh, my older sister, Desiree, who kind of, thank God, her and her husband, Billy, have taken the wheel on that because I'm not somebody who can cook. And, you know, she has the house. So it's, it's nice that we, we get to all hang out and, and see each other. You know what I mean? And for me, that's, that's the Christmas present that I, I, I enjoy the most is just being with family. Yes, and and I also want to also point out to our viewers, we have to remember family isn't always by blood. Um, it's just getting together with those who love and support you and accept you for who you are. Um, 
episode to however you're celebrating this holiday season. I want to wish all of our listeners a, a very happy holiday, and and I and don't let don't let this time. Um, I know a lot of people can get depressed around this time of the year mm-hmm. and can isolate. Um, just know that there are those of us that love you, and we are only a phone call. Just reach out; we'll be there for you. That's right. That's right. Real quick, before we get into the 2018 year in review, tell me, are you done your shopping? I broke the sale like you are. No, I've gotten, you see, last year I made everyone homemade presents out of my wood shop and or my little makeshift awesome. wood shop in my backyard. But this year I've just, I've been traveling so much, going back and forth with my dad and, and being here in Northeast Arkansas. I just have not had the opportunity to, to do that this year. So this year my gift to everyone is my presence. So they'll just have to well, take I it think, or leave it. <laughs> well, I think that's awesome, you know, considering the amount of time that you've really spent, you know, with your family over the past year traveling back and forth and, you know, being there with them. Uh, I think that's, you know, awesome. You know, uh, I still have a little bit left to do. And I hate it. I hate the pressure of the presence. I hate it. <laughs> yes, and it's ridiculous. There's no – it's it's not what the holiday is supposed to be about. And I just – so I just hate it. I hate I hate that pressure. Um, and you were talking about earlier about, you know, how the family dwindles, how we lose some throughout the year. Even uh, This year it's even going to be less for me. My brother and sister-in-law and his three kids, they're off in Hawaii right now enjoying their, their wow. first big family vacation in Hawaii. Nice. So, That's nice. So it's going to be weird. Yeah, but it's going to be really weird. It's my first ha- first Christmas to not be with my brother. Um so it's going to be – but that's what happens as we get older. I mean, we all have our own yeah. lives, and it just, it just happens. It happens. Yeah, I, I kind of fear that, that growing apart as you get older. I kind of always pray that my family and I will stay close. But, you know, you never know as you grow. So let's, let's move on to this year. You know, you know, Grady, when I first started this, this season, um, I was hosting it alone, and I remember – I was hosting, uh, and, and I, I would fumble at some points, and I was like, I, I need that kickback because Aaron was uh, just leaving and, and moving on to uh, other things that he was working on, you know, in his life. And I was looking for somebody, and before I reached out to you and met you, I, I remember uh, I, I interviewed some very interesting people. Uh, one of the most popular shows that were downloaded from last year was uh, the first two interviews, actually, that I did. Uh, which was uh, Calvin Pugh and Guy Anthony. And we all know Guy from uh, Black Gifted and Whole, uh, Positively Fearless, Ambassador with me, you know what I mean? And he does an amazing thing along with, with Calvin and social media presence and, and his activism on there. Um, I, I interviewed so many amazing people. Mary Bowman uh, was a uh, I remember seeing her at a conference in Dallas for the first time, and she was doing spoken word, and it was like the first time I ever experienced spoken word live in front of me. Um, and I was blown away with, you know, her story and the way that she shared about, you know, being HIV positive in in her art form. It was amazing. So she just actually had a book come out uh, this past year called Emerge, and she came on to kind of speak about that. Um, but right before you came on, I know I had one of your favorite people on, which is actually, believe it or not, was uh, one of the most downloaded shows as well, was Stephen Bloodworth. Um, 
I actually, uh, Stephen is somebody who's very special to you and special to me. Um, yeah. Do you remember what it was? Because you yeah. sat down and didn't you join me with that show too? Or did you just call I'm, in? I'm not. I think I just called in on that show. I don't think I was officially a co-host yet, but yeah, Stephen Bloodworth is such an amazing man and has done so much in in Middle Tennessee and all over the state of Tennessee with bringing Team Friendly um, or Mr. Friendly to Tennessee um, and getting to travel the past few years with him um, or a couple years ago, getting to to go to all the Pride events and just spread the the Mr. Friendly message and and work on fighting stigma. across the state um, has been amazing. And, and I've told the story before on, on here, how just him walking across the bar and handing me that pen um, saved my life and, and gave my life new purpose and, and kind of lit, lit the, the HIV advocate fire in me. And I would not be here today without him. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm forever indebted. And it's funny. He, it's, to bring him up, he literally just called me about 30 minutes ago before the <laughs> show to wish me Merry Christmas. So, Aww. so um, yeah, so he's a, he's a great man, and him and Larry Frampton both, those two guys, I'll tell you what, I don't know what I would do without them. Yeah, they're amazing guys, both of them. Uh, I know one of the interviews that, that stuck with me was Michael Hager. He was the gentleman out of New York who is, I believe, the executive director of uh, New uh, New York Impact, which is an HIV group up there uh, with events. And he also uh, shared his story about being 22 years old uh, and being diagnosed um, and also dealing with Crohn's disease and, and kind of his uh, spiritual path, which led him into uh, his uh, work, uh, which is under uh, Hager Health. Uh, another amazing person that we had on was uh, Jennifer Vaughn. She was uh, one of the only few women that I had on. You know, I, I find a struggle to find uh, females to come on the show. So I need to make that one of the uh, resolutions for the show in 2019 is to get more females represented. Um, I want to, you know, start sharing everyone's story. But Jennifer came on and shared what it was like to be an HIV-positive mother of three. You know, and Kevin Maloney, our friend from Rise Up to HIV, has been on, you know, quite a few times talking about his campaigns and the work that he does. But, Brady, you actually came on for the first time and shared your story this season before you became a co-host. And what was that like? I, I want to know what it was like to be on the other side. Um, to be honest, I had never shared my story on such a – it was a little intimidating. I was a little nervous. And I, and I think that would probably speak for anyone who – who's not who's wanting to find a way to share their story, but they really don't know how. Um, Cause you just really don't know how to share your story. Um, it was, it was a little intimidating, but, but Robert, you're such a great co- uh, talk show host that, that, that once you start talking, it's just like I'm sitting at a coffee shop having coffee and just shooting the shit, you know, shooting the crap with you. Oops. Um, and uh, it was, uh, you made it, you made it, you make it, you make everyone really comfortable. You make everyone really comfortable. And that's the way it was for me. And then um, we got to go to Healthy Voices together and, and really meet face-to-face and, and have a lot of sit-down and face-to-face time um, where you became my official conference husband. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun like that. So, you know what, let's take a quick break because I actually see um, – today we're going to do something different. We're going to actually try to do a uh, live HIV scoop with Josh Robbins. So I see Josh on the line, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, – shoot over to the HIV scoop and then Josh will come on directly after. 
This is your HIV Scoop with Josh Robbins, exclusive for Paws I Am Radio. Buzzworthy HIV news in under 90 seconds. Here's Josh Robbins in this week's HIV Scoop. Well, well, well. Well, hello, guys. Hey. How are y'all doing? How are you, Josh? Good. good. How are you? Uh, I'm going, yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to jump right into it because I've got three stories. And, you know, they say I only have 90 seconds, and here I'm talking half of the 30 seconds worth. I'm just playing. But uh, here's here's the scoop this week, guys. Uh, According to Fox News, I know I'm already going to get the moans uh, because of that. But Fox News, uh, there was an interesting story that happened. Pennsylvania middle school students were offered pizza in exchange for HIV Testing, according to a report. So here's the story. The testing which occurred this past Tuesday was at a local uh, pizzeria called Jean's Pizza. I mean, that sounds kind of fun, Jean's Pizza. Anyway, it was organized by the office of Philadelphia Councilman Bobby Hennon, according to his Instagram post. And this pop-up teen wellness station was providing general health information and HIV screenings to, to high school students. But some middle school students got in line for the free pizza, of course, and then they were screened for HIV as well. Well, the parents got pissed. The school had to send home a letter. The school board played dumb. A health department spokesperson says in a statement, quote, there is no minimum age to provide consent for HIV testing, end quote. Crazy. That's the first story. There's also a showdown happening in the HIV activism and conference world. Uh, and maybe you guys have talked about this or heard about this, but uh, it's the United States and Mexico are the epicenter. Activists and organizations are vocal against the International AIDS Conference, which is being held in the San Francisco Bay Area, quote, due to discriminatory U.S. immigration and travel policies directed toward people from Muslim, African, Caribbean, and Latin American countries, people who use drugs, sex workers, and transgender people, end quote. They allege that under this, the Trump administration, many groups affected by the epidemic are going to like have problems getting into the country, uh, will have trouble attending, and possibly be unsafe in our country. So there has now been HIV 2020, which is this alternative conference. It will happen July 6th through the 8th, 2020 in Mexico City. AIDS 2020 is taking place July 6th through 10th in San Francisco Bay Area. So it's a showdown, guys. You got to choose your conference. And the final story, two HIV-positive airmen who were kicked out of the Air Force. Uh, according to the Pentagon's new deploy or get-out policy, have filed a lawsuit to stop their discharges. And good for them. The Air Force ruled the airmen's HIV status means they can't deploy around the world without a waiver and they must be discharged, according to the lawsuit filed Wednesday in the U.S. District Court uh, for Eastern uh, District of Virginia. The airmen argue that these policies are discriminatory and unconstitutional. Hello. And because they don't reflect how HIV treatments have advanced in recent years. So that is the HIV scoop, the final one for this year. Well, there you have it, Joshua. Awesome. Well, thanks for God. joining us live. That was kind of fun. No, that was not fun. <laughs> you know, because you know, here's why. 
is you guys are like perfect. Y'all have conversations, so conversational. You know, me on the flip side, I I feel like like I need I need things scripted, and I can't pro- you know pronounce words correctly. Uh, and yeah, and I mess up, and I'm just like, oh, you know, beep. I can't I can't do that again. But um, but no, I thought you did great. I'm going to uh, brag on you guys for a second. I just want to say you guys do an amazing job. And I'm not just saying that because y'all include me. You know, I would never say that and pat myself on the back like that. Uh, no. Just kidding. <laughs> but you guys really do. You, you guys uh, and Brady, uh, with your country accent, you really – you guys encourage me every time I get to uh, listen to the show after and um, – and you're also just great people, and so I thank you for your advocacy work and for your voices and for your determination and for continuing to challenge me as an activist as well. So Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, guys. Oh, thanks, Josh. Merry Christmas, Josh, and thank you. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to get off here before uh, I just, uh, get too sweet. <laughs> All right. You have a thank good you, one, Josh. Thanks a lot. Bye. All right, guys, there you go. That's a live uh, uh, first time Josh. HIV scoop here with Josh Robbins. So find more information on Josh. Go to omstilljosh.com. Uh, follow all the amazing work that he does there. Uh, what a great guy. What nice words he has to say. You know, he really makes this show happen, too. Yes, he is an amazing advocate. I am fortunate to get to live in the same city as he. And and over the years, he's become a great friend. I'm I'm very fortunate and love that guy to death. Love him to death. Yeah, almost yeah, like cry. Awesome. It, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's sweet, you know, that he he takes the time out to do the scoop for us exclusively for the show. You know, I remember reaching out to him, and it was kind of like we had that aha moment at the same time. It was like something he saw but didn't ask, and then something that I just kind of spit out and put it out there, and it kind of worked out well. So that's awesome. So let's kind of go back to the to the the 2018. Uh, year in review because I, I do want to talk about some other people that we've had on right before we did some yes. things that we've never did before on this show. Um, I had the activist um, Shane Bullock come on who has a, a great social media presence who was uh, talking about his activism. Um, we had uh, the track star Jamil come on, uh, Wilkins, and then of course Class from Brotherhood Retreat which Brady, you got to go to that one of these years. Uh, the retreats here in the Poconos is really a lot of fun. Maybe um, we could set it up with class to get you to go there. Well, yes, because um, Stephen and and Larry both themselves went to one of those brother you know brother retreats and they raved about it and and just talked about how great of an experience it was. I, I believe they went with Rick Patel and maybe Butch McKay was there, and um, I definitely want to to attend one of those sometime soon. Yeah. You know, and then and then this is where we kind of broke the barriers um, after the, the show of the class is when we kind of first for the first time we actually did a road trip show. You were on the show, you were on the road with uh, Larry and was it Michael? Uh, no, Mark. It was Mark Grant. Mark. Sorry, I don't have yeah. Um, so yeah. you guys were on a, a road trip to the HIV is not a crime conference. So that was kind of a first for the show. I kind of really enjoyed that. It was fun. I was, I was, I'll tell you that show. I was like, I was sweating the entire time as we were driving through rural Kentucky and everything else, heading up to Indiana, um, worried that I would lose signal and drop off the call. 
But um, that was a lot of fun being in a car and getting to, to talk to both and, and to talk to and interview Mark and Larry as we were driving to the conference. So um, that was pretty amazing. And it was funny that, you know, you just mentioned Shane uh, Bullock. I got to meet him there at that conference for the first time. Um, and I got to, to meet and, and see other great advocates. It was my very first time to meet Dee Connor. Got to meet her there. Mm. She's amazing. Um, I also was there with um, other great fellow advocates, some of whom have been on the show. Billy Eugene Willis was there. Oh, yeah. Um, um, Miss Connie, one of my dearest friends, I love this woman, Connie Rose from um, from Las Vegas, an amazing advocate. Uh, she was there. Yeah, we had quite a few. Um, I mean, after the, the, I'm trying to think of uh, right after the road trip um, is when we actually uh, had, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, I had Kamaria came on and then Jesus came on. Um, you know, Jesus, yes. you met at Healthy Voices, and Kamaria, you know Kamaria, hello. Yeah. Everybody knows Kamaria. Yep. Um, but then I think it was the Everyone. first time that you actually joined me, I think was when I interviewed Bruce. You're right. Yes, we had uh, Bruce Richmond, the the founder of Prevention Access Campaign, and uh, the U equals U message, undetectable equals untransmittable, um, in which we've seen in 2018 an amazing and astounding success, um, you know, pushing that, that, that movement and message further. Uh, we just saw the entire country of Canada sign on this year. And, um, you know, I was just at the Ryan White conference at the beginning of the month, and it was pretty amazing getting to see Dr. Fauci speak to a crowd of 4,000 people. And he stated to all of us in attendance that, you know, with everything going on in the field of HIV, um, that the greatest strides had been made in treatment, and in treatment, we have U equals U. And so, I mean, I got to see Dr. Fauci on stage speaking, flanked by big screen, stating U equals U at the 2017, I believe it was, 2017 United States Conference on AIDS, and to get to see it again at the Ryan White Conference um, at National Harbor was was everything for me. It, it, I mean, I had goosebumps. I was fighting back tears. Um, and then even at the Ryan White Conference itself this year, there were so many workshops being done um, by providers on how to speak about U equals U because uh, HRSA just put out their letter on you know supporting TASP and, and supporting the importance of the U equals U message. Uh, so getting to be there and get to sit in on a lot of those workshops and, and seminars and sessions was um, was very in- interesting. Also, I mean, I would also kind of sneak in incognito um, and and listen to, to what was being said. And it was very interesting to me. In in one session, there were a lot of providers. It was mainly four providers, and listening to stuff, most most of them say, or not most of them, a lot of them say that they were very conservative and wanting to share the Yugoslavia message with their patients. And so at the end, I grabbed the microphone and spoke and to the fact that, you know, if as the provider, if you're not giving your patients this message, we're going to find out this message on our own. And if we find it out from someone else and not from our medical provider, it's how it's going to fracture trust. 
there was an audible gasp in the room. So many providers hadn't even considered that. It felt really good to be able to, to, to move that. And I want to talk about, real quick, a couple of guests that really moved me this year. Um, we had Sanjay Johnson on, who's facing um, criminal prosecution for exposure to HIV and non-disclosure in the state of Arkansas. Um, having him on and hearing his story was really moving for me. And then also to have Katie Willingham this year, um, a trans activist and an HIV advocate. She, I think about her every day um, and, and the fight that she, she fight, the good fight that she fights and, and pushing what it's like to not only live with HIV, but what it's like to live authentically as, as yourself. Um, I, I draw so much inspiration from her. Yeah, I have to say, definitely uh, sitting down with Katie, meeting Katie at Positive Living, and then having her come on and share her story, it was it was incredible. Um, you know, I have had a few uh, trans women come on and share their story, and, um, you know, that's a, a, a topic that is hard to for people to speak on. Um, you know, a lot of people don't like to cross double barriers and, and talk about that kind of stuff publicly. And for Katie to do it on such a scale, I think it is commendable. And, and I loved meeting her and, and hanging out with her and learning out more. And then when we had Sanjay Johnson on, I mean, it was so eye-opening. You know, it really allows you to put a face to what these people are saying that we're doing, you know, to the, to this quote unquote crime, you know, because once you see that it's a human being that it's affecting and it's something that, you know, especially now with, with when we had Bruce and U equals U as it seemed to be the message for last year and this year. And it seems to still be the message that we need to keep pushing in 2019, you know, that work needs to be done and we need to keep shouting. So those two were amazing, but I have to tell you that having, um, my friend uh, Janine Brignola, come on. Uh, I don't know if you were there. I think you may have had to take off that week for something. But Janine is somebody yeah. who. Uh, yes, I was. I was sick as a dog. I was sick as a dog, but I was listening, and she was phenomenal. Hearing her story, and and the way that she advocates and what she is doing, was mind-boggling to me, and and also such so inspirational. But you could probably yeah, speak more to since you got to actually interview yourself. Yeah, when I when I met her first, it was when, you know, Pazlam had the social network connected to it, and she was one of the members and one of the bloggers on there. So I've known her since, like, 2008. And she was very involved uh, when she first came out with, uh, you know, activism and being online and blogging and videos. And she was on the board for the ADAP Advocacy Association with me. And, you know, we were just very, like, conference people. We were at every conference together. When I was there, Janine was there. And we were always hanging out. And, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, you kind of, you know, go separate ways. You know, maybe she was focusing more on self-care and she had to focus on that. And as the time that I did, and we both kind of took time off. And I just happened to come back with the show a little bit earlier, but to see her activism kind of re-blossom um, is beautiful because not only, you know, did her activism blossom, but also she did. You know, she started working out more. She has lost weight, and she just looks phenomenal. She looks so happy and so amazing. I'm just so happy that she's back and, and sharing her story again. And, again, that's Janine, uh, HIV chick. You can find her online. Um, and then the other person who I loved having on was Z Strong, um, who we had on for our World yeah. Aid Day special because he just has 
oh, my God, all the pictures and all the, the, the frames and images that he has on that, that live uh, HIV quilt online in that group on Facebook, it's, it's amazing the dedication that he has to do all of that. Right, and I, I, I'm, I think he's getting up to where, you know, close to 100,000 frames and pictures that he has made for people. That is, if you stop and think about it, I mean, that is mind-blowing. I mean, it is astounding how much he is pushing the envelope and, and putting out there, you know, people telling their stories and not being ashamed of their status. I mean, I have to thank Kevin Maloney um, for, for helping me with a lot of my internalized stigma um, not being, you know, ashamed of being HIV positive, um, and and Z is helping push that that envelope even more now. Um, it, it it is amazing what that man is doing. Yes, um, I, I and agree. All, all I wish from an iPhone. I want to point out all from an iPhone. <laughs> I think that's the best part about it is that it's not something that um, is difficult. It's something really that anybody can do. But it's just the time and the dedication, and, and he seems to really uh, have that down pat. Yes, he does. And it is, it's just amazing that he, he puts in that much time, and it just shows his commitment and, and how much this means to him to, to help normalize our HIV statuses and, and let people know that we are just human beings living our lives. Um, I think it's fantastic. I think so, too. So let's take a quick minute. Um, since we mentioned Kevin Maloney, uh, let's take a quick second and play a positive message from Rise Up to HIV. So here's, I feel like, here's Johnny. Here's Charlie. My name is Charlie Twibbe, and I'm an HIV-positive gay male. And I was diagnosed um, a week after my 22nd birthday, which could go on record as the worst birthday present humanly possible. It took me a long time to get past these sort of feelings where I was dirty, I was less than, I was a disgrace, I was a failure. A lot of these things that come from the sort of public perception around HIV, you know, HIV, unlike any other condition, all the flack that we get just really comes from a moralistic sort of a place where people can blame it on being a slut or put you in a little box or make you feel shitty about yourself so that you sort of can't live your life with transparency. And it took me a long time to work through these feelings of inadequacy, these feelings that I was never going to be loved, and to realize that that sort of stigma and that bullshit, it's totally unacceptable, and it actually has no bearing on who you are as a person. I like you and every other HIV-positive person, is a strong, wonderful, phenomenal, powerful, interesting, sexy, and amazing as you have always been. And HIV doesn't change that at all. So you need to celebrate and live your life and not be hindered by it because really at the end of the day, HIV can have as much of or as little of an impact as you allow it. I choose to live my life with transparency I choose to make the most out of everything, and I'm going to have the best, the most amazing long life, and HIV doesn't have a damn thing to do with that. That's right. You tell them, Charlie. woo So that's Charlie Trevor. That's I believe right. he's Thank in New you, Zealand, Charlie. right? Oh, he is such an amazing guy. 
I really hope that, that 2019 um, gets to see our paths cross and I get to finally meet him. But he is a true inspiration. Like he said, uh, HIV does not change the amazing person that you are. It, it, and everything else he had to say is, is phenomenal. Such a great guy. Yeah, I think he's, uh, he's amazing as well. Um, and then uh, any other person that we had on that I don't think that we got to speak a little bit while well, we had, we spoke a little bit about Davina, Davina Connor, Positively D Discussion. She has her own podcast uh, uh, on Facebook and all that. And, and she's amazing. You know, I met Dee at the first Healthy Voices conference I attended, and she is uh, out of this world, off, like off the rocker, fun, had me laughing the whole time. Um, like we were like instant BFFs immediately. Yes. She is just such a loving, caring person, and she, too, is a mother living with HIV um, and, and just breaking down the stereotype and the barriers, um, just showing people that, again, that we are just people, human beings living our lives. We just happen to have HIV. Um, but she is able to do it all. She has that amazing, like you said, that amazing um, blog talk show that she does, and now she's even making you equal to merchandise. Um, by hand that is absolutely beautiful. Um, and like, she's just such a, ha- a happy spirit. I just even, you can't be around me and not. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. No, she is. She just has happy energy. Like when she walks in the room and you see her and she just smiles, all you can do is just like bounce. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like exactly. you just like feel like you're exactly. on air when you're around her. You know, yeah. one of the awesome things yeah. that we did, and was, uh, our- we did, you, Go ahead. I was just going to say, speaking of people that make you smile, um, I immediately I thought of Billy Billy Willis. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he definitely he was, made uh, me another smile. One of guests, he goes, uh, <laughs> yes, he's a, a youth across borders ambassador. We had him on speaking about his experience in Honduras. But that young man is also um, an inspiration, uh, being that young and being able to embrace his individuality and and his strength the way, the way he's able to portray himself is is just so and I, I draw inspiration from him as well every day he and he's always make he's always cracking me up online on on social media he is he is phenomenal <laughs> no i think uh, you know i have to you know applaud the youth you know people that I, i've come across you know, on social media that are activists that are young. And I, when I say young, I, I'm going to say under 30 to me is young. Um, and so that means I'm getting old, isn't it, Brady? <laughs> under 30 is young. If you're 20 something, you're young. We won't even talk about it. Yeah. Yes. Um, so under 25. Young. We'll say under 25. <laughs> um, you know, and, but I see these young kids who are activists who are really putting themselves out there and doing good work. And, you know, a lot of times, they're not, you know, recognized. And so I just want to recognize the younger people, you know, uh, like Calvin and like Billy who are out there doing great work, you know, really helping make a difference. And I just think that, again, that um, they're not recognized. I agree. Um, and another gentleman that I have followed for a while, we haven't had him on the show yet, and I hope to someday, but Daniel Drippen, the um, – the founder and executive director of Thrive SS in Atlanta, Georgia. That young man is um, doing so much amazing work and fighting so hard for his community. Um, I just, 
I'm always at a loss of words when I when I watch what he's doing and and I follow him religiously as well. But I hope to have him on the show someday. Yeah, you have to set that up. Um, I have a whole. I put out a, a post on Facebook uh, about a, what two weeks ago, asking people to share their story, and I was overwhelmed with the response of people. Um, I just kind of got backed up. I wasn't expecting so much. And then there's another project that me and Brady are also working on on the side, which we'll share about more later on uh, in the new year. But um, it's going to be taking up some of our our time. So I didn't want to schedule too many people in advance and then have to reschedule them afterwards. So I'm going to start rescheduling new people um, after the new year. So if you're interested in sharing your story, uh, you can reach us at pauseiamradio at yahoo.com. You can just send any information there or contact us directly through the website. Um, you know, one of the cool things that we got to do was uh, go to Positive Living this year, and we spoke with Butch before the, the conference, and then we went to the conference, and then we did a recap. And, you know, that was kind of one of the highlights of this year for me was just going there with you. You know, we even we roomed together, you know what I mean? And, like, kind of, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we kind of, like, represented Pazai and Radio at the conference, and we're there. And it, it was kind of just nice to go there and kind of take some time off, but also still do activism. Yeah, it was, and it was an amazing experience getting, I mean, we see, um, you know, all these other advocates um, on social media. Um, and it was great getting to meet these people face-to-face and getting to share space with them um, and have conversations. Uh, you know, laughing, making memories, um, and I just can't say enough about positive living. And I know I'm a big fan. You're a big fan. Um, definitely want to put that out there. And one of the people that we also got to meet this year at, at Positive Living was uh, Richard Dab Gardner. Um, also, want to do a little promo real quick, if I may. Um, he is currently doing a drive trying to get the teddy bear touchdown to give Christmas to those children living with HIV who otherwise would not have Christmas. Um, right now I, I saw where someone has, um, an anonymous donor has spoken up and saying that um, they will match every donation um, for the next 55 to, or up to 55 donations. Um, it's $25. You can go to abs, abs I'm sorry, dabsbearproject.com. And um, you can sponsor a child for just $25, and it will be matched. So so if you go and sponsor one child, then that will be two children that will get to have Christmas this year who are living with HIV awesome. and who would otherwise not get to have Christmas. So um, I, I just earlier this morning I went and, and donated as well to sponsor a child. Um, and, and honestly, I told my, my other half, Joshua, that's his Christmas present this year. And Instead of getting him something, I sponsored a child. Um, so that's, that's awesome. Uh, I, I challenge everyone. I challenge everyone to do the same. Yeah, that's incredible. And I, uh, I want you to take a second and share that on uh, the Pazam Radio page when you get a second, since you have the link um, with that information, because I'd like for other people to, to be able to find out and 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 do that as well. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think I'm going to do that as well. That's actually a good idea. I wish I would have yeah. knew. I mean, I know Dad has been on the show many times. Dad's a you know a friend, and you know, been out in the fight for years, and he, and he does great work. And uh, I know that he does his teddy bear touchdown every year, but I didn't see any links or anything going around, and I, I wasn't sure exactly what was going on. Like you know what I mean? If he was so involved or not, considering his own condition. So I, I just wanted to 
put it out there that if you share it on the page, more people will be able to get to it, and I will also uh, donate to a child as well because I think that's important that kids have some sort of a Christmas, you know? Yes. Yes. Well, and not only that, it's like when as as people have been sponsoring children the last few days and, and Richard has been – or Dad has been putting up pictures, he's been using a lot of the pictures that I took um, when I got to go to Africa – and um, he's been using pictures of the children that I took or with the, with Dad's the AIDS bear. And so it, for me, it also takes me back to my time in Africa and, and those experiences and those memories. So it's kind of been too cool for me. I've, I've been enjoying getting to, to do that little ro- ro- playback in my head of those, those experiences and getting to work with those kids over there. That was as an, an amazing experience. Yeah, that's amazing. That sounds Something I always wanted to do. So if I ever get that opportunity, I think I might. I think it would be a it, it's just really life changing experience. Is what it seems like to me. You know what I mean? It is. It is not only for you, but especially for those children. It, it gives it gives those kids some inspiration and lets them know that that people care and 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 that it, it shows the best of humanity. Right. So uh, we do have a few minutes left. So I do want to talk about last week's show. Uh, Brady, you were actually at a conference. Uh, do you want to talk uh, briefly a little bit about the conference that you were at? Um, yeah, the Ryan White conference. It was really, um, it was very my very first time to to go to this kind of a conference. Um, I've been to USCA, HIV is not a crime, Positive Living, um, and this was the Ryan White conference. They they hold it every two years. This year it was at National Harbor, Maryland, um, right across the river from DC. And it was almost overwhelming, Robert. Uh, you know, uh, I ran into a few advocates that I knew, but it's really not consumer or client-based. It was more providers, researchers, um, those who are, are are working in the field. And it was a little disturbing for me that there were so many, so few people there living with the virus who are making decisions about those of us living with the virus. Um, so I felt, you know, even more importantly, you know, our, our my position being there was even more important because of that. And it's why I, I chose to speak up and speak out at, during a lot of sessions um, because there were times when I was hearing things or us being misrepresented um, and I was hearing, you know, what it was like to live with HIV being mis- misrepresented. Um but it was other than that. I mean, there were over four thousand people there. Like I said, Dr. Fauci speaking was amazing. Um, the only thing that was a little touchy, Secretary Azar spoke to us, the um, director of uh, human services or health and human services. I tell you what, it was it was a little hard to keep your mouth shut with him talking about how this administration is trying to fight for us um, and take and move the needle towards ending HIV when we know for a fact that they had, you know, this administration had just taken money from the Ryan White Care Act um, to do that thing that they did on the southern border um, with children. And I think Mark King wrote a, a great blog about it, but it was just, it was the juxtaposition of what he was saying and the reality that we were all living in it was it was so surreal. It was so surreal. But other than that, it was uh, like I said, there was a lot of great information shared. Um, 
and it was it was very interesting, and I look forward to going back in 2020. Well, it sounds like um, work needs to be done still. So um, one of the things while you were uh, at conference last week, um, I I got to sit down with my fellow uh, Positively Fearless ambassadors, uh, Kamaria, Guy, uh, Daniel, and Ja. And I have to tell you, having conversations with those guys was really awesome just to sit down and to talk about life and, and you know, how support systems are important. And uh, if you missed that show, go back and check it out. It's definitely uh, generated some buzz online. Um, you can find more information on uh, the campaign by going to PositivelyFearless.com. Um, it, was just, it was just really nice to sit down with, uh, with the tribe. So we're actually down to the last few seconds. Yeah. So, Brady, I want to thank you for I, I have to give you props. Oh, I just want to give you what? props. It was an amazing, amazing – it was an amazing show. It was a great show. Oh, you like – you listen to it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course I listen to it. Nice, nice. Well, I have to say, Brady, I want to thank you for, for kind of joining me this year. You know, halfway through, we're going to start the next season strong, uh, you and me. We have a lot of stuff going on. I'm excited for the year for both of us because – I think it's going to be a great 2019 moving forward. And, you know, without you joining me, I think I would have maybe lost the reins of the show and maybe have sold it. So in some mysterious way, you know, you were put here and you helped save Pause Radio. So I just want to say thank you. Well, I appreciate that, Robert, but it has been a privilege and an honor to, to get to share the, the radio waves with you every Sunday. Um, and it, I, I can't thank you enough for bringing me up on board um, the people that we've gotten to speak with and the people that I've gotten to meet because of this opportunity of being on Pause IM Radio has has been life-changing, and uh, it keeps me going. It absolutely keeps me going. So thank you, Robert, for bringing me on board. Well, that's, well, that's awesome. Well, I hope you have a great Christmas and your family, and hope you have a great, healthy new year. And uh, we'll be back. Uh, we're going to actually take off, I think, the month of January for some self-care and to focus on some other projects. But me and Brady will be back live February 3rd. So you don't want to uh, forget that. Mark your calendars. So Brady, have a yes, great new year. Mark your calendars. We will be back. Uh, you too, Robert. Have a very happy new year and happy holidays to you and yours. And to our listeners, Thanks. you all have a very happy holiday as well. That is right. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pause I Am Radio, your dose of hope. Connect with the show at pauseiamradio.com or on social media, and we'll see you next time.